You are listening to Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Digging In Podcast. I'm your host, Kincho Kelly, helping you get those questions answered to and through retirement. Today, I'm joined by international jet setter himself, Mr. Zach Gray. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, man, you're all over New the York place. Jets? All over Rogers the place. is down. Whoa. I mean, my goodness. Well, we are not bringing Rogers I tell you what, your Chiefs co- got off to a rocky start, too. Oh, man. Do we uh, need to talk about the Bears? The Bears. They have a new owner. The Bears. They have a new owner. A, ownership changed hands. Jordan Love. I wonder what the taxes were on that. <laughs> that investment can't be worth a <laughs> much right now. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Before that, I start crying, let's change the subject. That is just, um, that is one wild way to take it. No, man, you've been uh, you've been all over the place. You've been climbing mountains. You've been taking your kids to school. You've been helping get a new office off the ground in Denver. You've been... Uh, racking up the frequent flyer miles, that's for sure. So with all those frequent flyer miles, have you thought about where you're going to live in retirement? Oh, boy. Um, no. Well, I think a lot of it will revolve around kiddos and family and so forth. Uh, but I think I, I know maybe where you're heading here is uh, where would I want to? Yeah. There's a little bit of the reason uh, for Denver being a market that we now serve and, and so happy to get that going. Uh, just beautiful out there. So, um, hey, I would I would love to flirt with the idea of, of being out there more at some point in our lives. But, you know, you have to think about taxes. We see a lot of folks moving to Tennessee. Hence, we have a, mm-hmm. a, a satellite office in, in Brentwood, Tennessee, right outside Nashville. A lot of our clients moving to Florida, Texas, Arizona. Anywhere but here. Yeah, anywhere but at our home office here yeah. in Illinois. But uh, still amazing folks that we serve here. And, um, hey, I, I love, obviously, because we're, we're rooted mm-hmm. in family here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's all those questions should be running through someone's mind. What does it look like for more of my hard-earned money, estate taxes, all of that massive conversation. Yeah, there's certainly something to be said for being rooted in a place, right? Family, friends, jobs, churches, stuff like that would certainly keep you in an area. But I think I have an interesting perspective, and maybe that's because I've lived in more states than I can count. Gypsy. And have just moved around my entire life. But I've also seen some of the benefits of like what that can be and, and starting new friendships and new places and new jobs and... Um, what could be the benefit of potentially retiring in one of these places um, that maybe has a little more savings than their current state or situation, right? You brought up Tennessee. Great situation because there's no state income tax, right? Yep, none there. And um, also good on the estate side as well. Uh, Just had a conversation literally this morning that we're recording with a client uh, working through an estate plan in Minnesota. Uh, even a lower threshold in Minnesota than the roughly $4 million here in Illinois per individual, um, if properly structured, if not for a spousal couple. So 
Yeah, and, and once again, we've talked about this in past shows as well. But the question is, is you know, what does it take, you know, to do everything we need to do, pay all the bills, make sure that we live the retirement of our dreams, and all of a sudden those numbers don't get to be too crazy anymore, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to think of oh, an estate that's worth say three million in my little example from the phone call, boy, that's it's just not that absurd of a number, mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden now you're twenty plus percent in just a, a state tax to the state. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, all of these things really important uh, to be thinking about. Well, that combined with you recently completed a beautiful home for your family. So you know all about these intricacies of of home building. Now, I'm not going to hire you to build it, but maybe Don't. design it or something like that. But you know all the costs associated with something like that. And I ran across an article from the Business Insider that had the top 10 most expensive states to live in. I thought this might be an interesting exercise because we went and answered the top uh, financial Google topics by state in one of our previous podcasts in season one. So what do you think are the most expensive states to live in? A few of these surprise me. Boy, I mean, I I naturally drift towards California. It's got to be a top 10 state. Number two. Number two. I thought that'd be a a top, top of the list. Um, after that, I got to think of the Northeast is, uh, I guess, the general region. Yeah. But, um, you know, I yeah, I mean, that's where my mind drifts. Outside of that, hmm, I don't know. You, you probably have me dumbfounded here. You're not wrong. The Northeast does come in heavy on the list. We got number three, New Jersey, number four, Massachusetts, five, Maryland, six, Connecticut, seven, New York. So they run quite the gauntlet through there. Number one, though... Think about a place that uh, takes a little more to get goods and services to. Oh, yeah. Something that's more remote than like Hawaii or Alaska. Hawaii Mm -hmm. is number one. Alaska comes in at number 10. Eight is Washington. And number nine, Colorado. Yeah. And I tell you, that's been even more wild than than I expected. Mm -hmm. You know, being out there helping folks with their retirement planning wild to see how much certain assets have grown in size. Uh, homes, a good example. Mm-hmm. Hey, we bought this home back in, pick a number, and over the last X amount of years, especially over the last, say, maybe roughly half a dozen, really ratcheted up in mm-hmm. terms of its its value, which is great. Then the question is, is okay, if you sell it, where are you going, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously that's a conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. Especially for those that say, well, I don't really want to move. My family's here. I love it here. I love to slip away to the mountains. Well, I don't know where the strategy lies there, Mm -hmm. right? Because, okay, if you sell it, that's wonderful, but you still have to probably live somewhere. Right. That's the hope, I guess. Replacement cost. Yeah, exactly. And, and, And actually, you've seen that change the entire home landscape. You mentioned a home project that my wife and I completed here early summer. And um, I, I thought to myself, with well, these interest rates being so so far cry from from what my 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 old loan was a two and a quarter, right? I mean, just kind of kept mm-hmm. refinancing refinancing it when we were cutting rates, and now all of a sudden, you know, twenty thirty year numbers are six, seven, eight and a half percent numbers. I thought, boy, this is this is bad. We're in a home that we need that we want to sell. Surely this is going to take a long time. Well, there's a lot of people that are staying put. Mm-hmm. They love that two and a half, three percent number on mm-hmm. their, on the on their interest, and who who can blame them? So supply and demand, 
actually surprised me because we put the home on the market, thought, well, this is going to be a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you know, it was snatched up. Uh, maybe question, boy, if we should have just ratcheted <laughs> that number up. But I do think it's important mm-hmm. for, for people to understand, yeah, the question is, where am I going to go? And, mm-hmm. and frankly, that would be true of no matter even where you land. You know, this is, you know, back to uh, an example we've made before of, of clients moving to Florida. Mm-hmm. Some great, great clients down there. And boy, it's been a struggle for them to even find a place, let alone one they loved. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even bidding sight unseen. I mean, just having to get to some fairly drastic measures. Now, I know that that's changed ever so slightly, mm-hmm. uh, but most definitely a conversation piece outside of costs, taxes, and so on. Some of it's a little bit of even availability mm-hmm. for that matter. Yeah. And the difference that you talked about in those just couple percentage points over that what 18-month window where it really flipped the dial, that's the difference in another home even the difference between that 2% 7% number that you're talking about being able to afford and I know some good friends that I have in Denver they bought their house in I think 20 uh 2012 for 200 and change and last time we talked when I was out there having dinner with them they could put it on the market and sell it easily for 750k but he's also in the construction business so he's not dumb and he knows about the replacement cost and he's like he said Ken to to build or to buy the exact same equivalent of what we have if we want to stay in our price range we would have to move an hour to an hour and a half outside the city of where we're currently at and then we're talking about kids changing schools and sports teams and all this other stuff that comes with it so it really puts everything into an interesting predicament about what you do uh, not mentioned on this list a little farther down, number 16, Illinois. I would have thought for sure it would have been higher than 16. Yeah, and actually I thought about that you might have been kind of holding that captive for maybe a top 10 as well. But, um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that, it, you know, Illinois tax is a huge topic of conversation. It doesn't matter if it's income tax, sales tax, etc. They do give a bit of a break on your retirement funds, right? So, I mean, there's actually slight reason to believe that even that little nuance can can really improve someone's retirement. Um, so and maybe it's more than slight. I mean, if you end up in a position where if you're pulling money out of a 401k in a different state and you're taxed on every dollar versus not so much here, eh, I mean, it, it's a definite benefit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's, it's, it's wild to think about that. And I know that some folks uh, that have been intrigued with, oh, maybe getting a lot, maybe even flirting with the idea of building, knowing full well they can get out of their home at a, at a fairly decent value, but it's a real eye-opener on mm-hmm. saying, yeah, where do I pivot to? Mm-hmm. Uh, to your buddy's example, uh, how, how can I even afford to, to build such a thing? Um, and I and that's the sad news is we were talking off camera. I don't necessarily know that those numbers, uh, well, I know, number one, they're not dropping, but number two, that that they will drop in some of that might even be uh, labor. You better mm-hmm. tell your buddy to kind of beef up and start, you know, keep, keep going, but it, he's it, hiring. It, there you go. <laughs> Who is it? Um, get another topic for the podcast, but it, it is important that, that we realize that and, and try to strategize that because yeah, there's so many, so many folks that we're blessed to help. And, and, and you might be listening today and, and have a dream of, of owning a home 
on the beach or et cetera, et cetera, or in a certain location, maybe a warmer climate. Maybe you want to have a, a second home or condo. And, and now all of a sudden the question ends up being, you know, is that feasible? We would love to help answer that question. Well, and you and you led me right to it because Bankrate uh, has the flip side of that. Can you guess the most affordable state for senior citizens to live in entering retirement? You got a mm. one in fifty shot here. I know, and you even crossed some off the top ten. So I know. Trying to do some process of elimination <laughs> here. Um, I would guess it to be a more just I guess vast open state but i also know after doing that mountain climb that that is starting to become the home of the millionaires and billionaires mm -hmm. but uh, i my, my mind drifts towards like a montana wyoming idaho type of place okay drum roll please drum roll please is this heaven no it's iowa it's Iowa. That's right, baby. Bank rate list Iowa <laughs> as the most affordable state for senior citizens entering retirement. That's the cyclone state for all of you following along at home. Consumer <laughs> Affairs ranks Des Moines as the fourth best city in the U.S. to retire in. Number one on the list, Lincoln, Nebraska. Number two, St. Louis, Missouri. Number three, Champaign, Illinois. And number wow. four, Des Moines, Iowa. Number five, El Paso, Texas. Even our friends down in Topeka, Kansas, they got an honorable mention number 12 on this list. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, a, a bit surprising. Uh, if you love flat ground and cornfields, hey. let's go. Um, That's the place. That is the place to be. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you can see that, though, maybe to some extent. And even going back to some of the things that we've been bantering about here, um, yeah, I mean, it becomes the question of, you know, real estate, desirable real estate, so on and so forth. Obviously, different, you know, different uh, industries, mm -hmm. ag, you know, for example, you know, maybe kind of landing, you know, in those respective areas. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I could see that. I think it's certainly a matter of choice, too. None of these places are on the beast are on the beach on a coastline. No place like that. I mean, even El Paso coming down at number five. Do you want to live that close to the border? So it's one of those questions is like, why is it affordable? I think a lot of what was taken into consideration for these was arts, sports, culture, walkability of some of these towns and neighborhoods. Um, so stuff like that. So really cool for uh, my hometown to get on this list and uh, had, to, had to shout that out. And uh, you've made a trip through there showing cattle at some point, though. Iowa State I love there. Iowa. It's a good I love time. Iowa. It's, it's all right. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, not a lot to see there. There's more to see there than there is in Nebraska. Okay. Mm. You get in the sand hills. You just, oh, you know, yeah. boy, you just hope you don't break down. Okay. We got different <laughs> stories okay that's bad but uh that's you're bad. right though and it's um it's interesting too like i mean i don't take my health as serious as i probably should but you know i even listened to a podcast the other day and it was talking about not only you mentioned the coast so it just jumped in my mind it's like for retirees um you know climate air quality mm -hmm. i mean it got so into the the details of science of like ions and water and you know, just the grounding of, of, of sand and, and how that's better than grass. And hmm. it made me think, you know, in terms of what that might mean in terms of someone's longevity, mm -hmm. happiness. You know, they've made a generalized statement that you don't see many fights at the beach. I thought, hey, 
<laughs> there you go. It's on the boardwalk, I guess. But um, it's... Uh, They've never know. been to Atlantic City. That's correct. That is correct. Um, but nonetheless, it's something that, that, that is, is worth giving thought to. I mean, any, any thoughts about Champagne being number three on this list? You've spent a fair amount of your time in Champagne. Surprises and we, me. Right. Right. And why is that? You know, I, I think that, you know, Champagne, uh, Love Champagne-Urbana, Go Illini, they've got their fair share of some concerns, I think, as well, <laughs> sadly. But uh, Coach B will hopefully get them rocking and rolling here. But I do, you know, I think that, you know, just because if you look at the industry around that, very heavy in ag, nothing wrong with that. I'm a farm boy. But the question for me ends up being is like, you know, outside of the university, which clearly is a massive player in that town, mm -hmm. you start to wonder about what's the diversity, what's the influence, so on and so forth. But mm -hmm. still a great place to, to raise a family from what I've seen awesome set of clients down in, in the Champaign-Urbana area. Um, you know, even bouncing a little bit further uh, to the west would be like Bloomington, yet another location of ours. But, you know, at least has some insurance and, and so on as far as industry that right. really influences there. Um, but you have seen a lot of these companies potentially move. I say that tongue-in-cheek because mm -hmm. even right here in kind of our home office location, uh, just up the road, a couple miles in Mantino, we just saw, um, you know, a big influence from an energy perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't dug into all the details, but it looks like it might be some battery power and energy uh, companies that are kind of coming to central Illinois, which is exciting. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I think it's it, it's easy for us to say, oh, there's a lot of people moving from Illinois. And by right. the way, I think there's some some, mm -hmm. some truth to that. But at the same point, it is nice to kind of look and say, like, well, the university is a really big business for central Illinois. Mm -hmm. You bounce over to Bloomington. Wow, you've got some of the largest insurance companies, frankly, in the country, mm -hmm. you know, that, that are influencing that, that, that community. And even, once again, to a little example, just right up the road. So mm -hmm. anyway. I think some of these on the list, I think they intrigue me because some are like college towns or not what you would expect when you're talking about New York, Chicago, L.A., Houston-type situations. So with the influx and and range of college students and them going away or the majority of them going home for the summer or something like that, Honestly, that's when it was really fun around Ames as all the college students were gone and we could go anywhere and do anything without the big crowd. So part of me almost thinks that these are places for snowboards to come during the summer, almost. Des Moines, Champaign, Lincoln. I don't know. Thoughts? Could be. Could be. I mean, and I think that, you know, you also have to think about the fact of, of even just cost of living, right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. let's just think about we're sitting here in our home office probably midway between say champagne that we've been discussing mm -hmm. in Chicago mm -hmm. massive difference. If you want to take the wife out on the town in terms of what that cost is going to set you back. Oh yeah. Um, I remember having this discussion with my sister and um, she was debating on um, different schools. She ended up in the quad cities instead of downtown Chicago uh, for her grad school. And uh, just at briefest of length, I remember her discussing the cost of the apartments, the size of the apartments um, all of that relevant to our conversations here, you know, I think also in terms of why the influence, why, why the influx of, of potentially even cost, mm -hmm. it's important. Well, who can help, uh, get 
you round it up and get your information so that you have your cost analysis to figure out where you can retire. If you're flirting with the idea of wanting to move to one of these fabulous cities in Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) I would caution against that. Um, No matter where you're living, it is extremely important, though, to have an income plan, having a plan period. You know what we find too often many times, and I know I'm guilty of this, life gets busy and... You know, you just kind of stand back and set some things on autopilot. And sometimes it's a good idea to make sure that your plan is one that's going to be able to be executed. I've recently done this in a few facets, you know, healthcare. I uh, got a little blood test and it's like, huh, you know, these iron levels are high. That's, that's odd. You know, I mean, well, we should probably get that checked out. Had a conversation even with uh, my own attorney the other day. Started out as just a friendly conversation, turned into, you know, have we looked at making sure that the T's are crossed and the I's are dotted? And I guess what I would say when it comes to retirement is you can't have that 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 golden retirement you've always been dreaming about if you don't set some plans in, in play, if you're not thinking and, and trying to plot what things might look like in the future, where I want to be, how I want to handle things with children or grandchildren, et cetera. Um, we talk a lot in the office here. We, we've been throwing around the word intentional a lot. I plead with you to be intentional about that planning process. Mm-hmm. Hey, we would love it to be with Rooted Wealth Advisors. We'd love to give you an outside opinion, give you a fiduciary perspective on that. Um, but if you did nothing else than take away a few laughs from this conversation and just it really sets you in motion to have a conversation with your trusted advisor team, I would hope that, you know, that that would be of of a lot of value in just making sure to get a refresher on that. Of course, if that's a conversation that, you know, maybe hasn't happened, we would love to have that conversation. That's right. We would. I have a whole team of advisors standing by 815-918-4727. I did not mean for that to come off. So like as seen on TV, but it really did. It should be working. Kind of feel. Yeah. (laughs) They're waiting by the phone for you to call now. Uh, No, in all seriousness, we would love to help out in any way we can. So feel free to give us a call. And uh, until next time, keep digging in. This was... Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.